Good evening. Welcome to this evening's edition of The Rich Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from Stork Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from God's point of view. Today's episode is Seth Rich Murder and Cover-Up, New Evidence. I'd like to start with a scripture reading. Today's scripture reading is from World Scripture and the Teachings of Reverend Sun Young Moon, page 556. In the ideal society or nation, all people transcending nationality and skin color will cooperate with one another to live in harmony and happiness, with the awareness that they are all children of the one God, stemming from the one true parents. They were laid as brothers and sisters in one global family, plus central families who have restored their lineage, the realms of ownership and heart, and are united with the true parents' language and culture, will take the lead in establishing a world of freedom, peace, and unity. There, all people will live in interdependence, promote mutual prosperity, and share universal values immersed in the culture of God's heart. Therefore, this world will have nothing to do with corruption, injustice, war, or crime. Humankind will eliminate the sources of pollution in the global environment and love and protect nature as its true owner. People will labor and perform their daily tasks joyfully and with a loving heart, always aiming to serve and benefit others. This will gradually equalize people's standard of living. Education will include highly developed technological and scientific material. But before knowledge, sports, or technology, Priority will be given to education, the heart, and norms of blessed family life in order to raise the chosen people who can follow the way of heaven. This is excerpted from April 3rd, 1995, New Hope Farm Declaration. Welcome. So as I said, today's episode is Seth Rich Murder and Cover-Up New Evidence. So this is a follow-up also to the previous videos I did during the 2016 election cycle where I talked about the murder of Seth Rich and originally many people thought and I thought that he was murdered indeed because he leaked the DNC Democratic National Committee emails um, to the media of course people were saying oh the Russians did it but actually there was uh, evidence that you know Many people thought he was murdered, and new evidence has come out. So, first of all, I'd like to review Julian Assange of WikiLeaks, who was talking, saying without saying, that actually Seth Rich was the source of the um, emails, the leak source. And this is a clip that... I had in my show in November 2015 about that during the election cycle. So let's watch that now. Uh, our whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago uh, for un unknown reasons as he was walking down the street in Washington. So. That was, that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So, uh, what are you suggesting? Sort of, what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks and they, are, they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh, like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? I mean, we don't comment on who our sources but are. Why but why make the suggestion? about a young guy being shot in the streets of Washington? Because uh, we have to understand 
uh, how high the stakes are uh, in the United States and that our sources are, you know, our sources face serious risks. Uh, that's why they come to us so we can protect uh, their anonymity. Uh, well, it's quite something and, to suggest a murder. That's basically what you're doing. Well, that others have have suggested that uh, we are investigating to understand uh, what happened uh, in that situation with Seth Rich. I think it is uh, a concerning situation. I, there's not a conclusion yet. We wouldn't be willing to um, state a conclusion, but we are concerned about it. And more importantly, um, the, a variety of WikiLeaks sources are concerned when that kind of thing happens. So now I'd like to read a letter that is written by a former DC homicide detective who, and is now a private investigator, who investigated Seth Rich, and it has a lot of content that brings to light, you know, shocking new revelations. So let's read that now. Dear Mr. Fitton, my name is, I'm a retired homicide detective sergeant and current licensed private investigator in for a period of time over the last year and a, and a half I was an unpaid investigator assisting an independent media group in investigating the murder of Seth Rich I'm no longer involved with that group I have continued to work with the confidential source on this case during my investigation with this group an individual contacted us and stated that he had information regarding those involved in the murder of Seth Rich a series of calls were made between this individual and myself where the individual detailed the circumstances why Rich was targeted as well as those connected to his murder. During our conversations with this individual, we were able to determine his identity, Ryan D. White, whose background included 12 years active duty in the United States Army and Special Forces and Military Intelligence, as well as three years in the National Guard. Previously, the source provided information and in some cases conducted undercover work which helped the government in at least three major criminal investigations, one of them being the arrest of Edward Z. McLarnon, a right-wing activist who was playing attacks against the Massachusetts Attorney General, Coakley, a federal judge, Saylor, and a member of President, that would be Obama, National Security Staff, Lisa Monica. These investigations were closely supervised by Rod Rosenstein, U.S. Attorney, Baltimore. Mr. White has a previous conviction which led to his original cooperation with the government and is currently on probation. His current cooperation with this information is not tied into any promise of relief from his current sentence. I think if you give him an opportunity to relay this information, you will be impressed with his knowledge of the facts. From the time I first came into contact with White, he has never lied to me about any of the connections or facts that I've been able to corroborate. However, there are records such as phone and police records of which I have no access. This information would be necessary to proceed to substantiate the information supplied by Mr. White. This confidential source, Ryan D. White, inf inf sources information on the murder of Seth Rich comes from the personal relationships he developed with members of the Baltimore-based faction of the, quote, Silk Road Task Force, unquote, of which Rod Rosenstein was the U.S. attorney in charge out of Baltimore at that time. According to Mr. White's information, Mr. Rosenstein operated with corrupt members of that task force who had stolen Bitcoin during the Silk Road case, some of whom are incarcerated, Sean Bridges and Carl M. Force support, as well as others who were never charged with whom Rosenstein still maintains close personal relationships. Through my investigation, I've identified these members 
whom the source said were involved. They include a member of the D.C. Police Department identified as one of the first officers on the scene of the murder, Officer Robert Wingate Robinson, a current active drug enforcement agent, Agent Joseph Afrosadi, and an agent of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, S.A. Allen L. Boroshock, and Kevin C. Doherty, former owner of Next Consulting Group of Alexandria. In Mr. Rich's murder, this information indicates that Rod Rosenstein solicited the help of two trusted agents, that would be Rosati and Boroshock, with whom he had worked closely with in the past to organize the operation to retrieve a thumb drive with classified emails always carried by Mr. Rich. The emails had been removed from the DNC, that would be Democratic National Committee server, by Mr. Rich, and later sold to WikiLeaks, which I just pointed out in the um, video. DEA agent Rosati enlisted the help of MS-13 gang members with whom he had come into contact with during his other gang investigations. Rosati was able to get two MS-13 members from South Carolina, Rafael Aguilar Garcia, date of birth 125-85, and Carmelo Marlolejo Calixo, date of birth 716-82, to assist in what would be a robbery of Seth Rich which include the retrieval of a thumb drive containing the emails removed from the DNC server. Adrian Rosati and Kevin Doherty met Garcia and Galixo in a remote location prior to the incident. When Rosati saw the flashy vehicle the MS-13 guys pulled up to them and he ran the plate number of their vehicle. Their vehicle was reported stolen. There should be a record of Rosati running the plate number. Rosati and Doherty took the two MS-13 guys in their vehicle to a location awaiting Seth Rich. When Rich was spotted, Rosati pointed him out on the street. The MS-13 guys approached Rich, Rich either 22 caliber, 32 caliber nickel-plated revolver that was supplied by Agent Alan Boroshak of ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and attempted to rob Rich, who resisted. During the scuffle, one of the MS-13 guys fired two shots, which struck Seth Rich, ultimately causing his death. The original plan never included the murder of Seth Rich. Murray to stage what would look like a random street robbery, recovered thumb drive, which Rich was always known to carry. After Rich was shot, Agent Rosati assisted them as 13 guys get away and made plans to meet the next day in South Carolina to pay them for their assistance. Accordingly, according rather to Mr. White, Rosati drove to South Carolina, Horry County, using his wife's vehicle, where he shot both MS-13 dead in a shopping plaza as they waited for the meeting. The murder of the MS-13 members caused Agent Rosati problems with the Maryland-based MS-13 members who provided the members from South Carolina. Subsequently, Agent Rosati transferred to Delaware, where it is believed he still resides and works. In addition to the Rich murder investigation, Mr. White has stated that an individual named Kevin Collin Doherty arrested in the shooting of Mr. Jack Berkman was an acquaintance of those law enforcement officers and took an active role in the Rich murder. Mr. Doherty had become a part of Berkman's Seth Rich investigation and was the head of the profiling project. Quote, profiling project, unquote, a George Washington University student think tank looking into the Seth Rich murder financed by Berkman. This same individual had passed himself off to, among others, such as Fox News during his appearance as a former federal investigator. Mr. White said he was never a federal investigator. It is unknown whether the motive in the shooting of Berkman was due to Berkman's continued high profile look into this rich murder or the failed business venture between Doherty and Berkman. Kevin Doherty is currently serving 23 years 
A, 23-year sentence in Virginia. 14 years suspended for the attempted murder of Jack Berkman. I've enclosed supporting documents of Mr. White's connection with Rod Rosenstein and his cooperation in some of the cases he was assisting the government in prosecuting to show that he has standing in the court. I hope that the inclusion of this specific information would help you understand our dilemma in properly reporting to a trusted entity. I would also hope that these documents which I have entrusted with both you and Mr. Farrell will not be publicly exposed to anyone. Mr. White's life will be in danger. Mr. White wants nothing but to return this information over so that it can be properly investigated. Mr. White has vowed to fully cooperate with any investigation. I can be reached by cell phone if you wish to contact me. Sincerely. Wow. So that information is incredible. And of the level of deceit and the cover-up that went on in the Seth Rich murder case, why hasn't this been brought to light? The D.C. Police Department is involved. Rod Rosenstein is involved. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms is involved. Holy cow. This is incredible. So people are saying like, oh, it's like similar to election fraud. Oh, no, no election fraud. Everything's great. Wonderful. When there's mounds and mounds of, of evidence. And here this needs to be really, you know, understood. And, um, you know, people need to be put in jail over this. Mr. Rosenstein needs to be in jail. Good grief. The guy's, you know, involved with in the murder. So let's look further at the video now of the informant. It's the same informant that's talking about the murder of Judge Antonin Scalia and how uh, Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts, John Roberts was involved with that. Let's look at this about Seth Rich and we see the corruption that is involved with Mr. Rosenstein. So I'm going to uh, play that recording now. The death of Seth Rich. Mm -hmm. And Rod Rosenstein was waiting in this uh, in this operation as well, I believe, correct? Yes, he was uh, for their reasons, for the legal reasons, but also to cover himself. <clears throat> when Seth Rich had gone in, the first time I just don't have much information on it other than what it was told, but not what I'd seen personally. <clears throat> His first contact with weekly meetings, I just don't know. I do know that when he went to him the second time, came back, weekly had directed him on how to get further information. And they wanted specific things. Look here, look here, here. Just when he went in for the break-in, he grabbed a lot of information, just downloaded everything he could, and it exposed a lot. Uh, they were worried about the exposure. The, the DNC, Hillary, and Bowser, Abrams, not Abrams, excuse me, uh, Bowser in uh, Brazil. They were all very worried about it. Uh, but Rod was personally worried about it as well because uh, he had been altering stuff to affect Hillary Clinton, and he didn't want that to come out because he would be out of it, he'd be done, he would not be appointed to anything, and he had a personal interest in that one. So <clears throat> when it got dumped in his lap to handle the problem, he hired um, <coughs> tapped people who he'd already worked with for years who were dirty and he controlled. <laughs> they owed their uh, continued, pardon, their continued uh, federal careers to him. He had seen them before, looked over things. 
allowed them to continue their career. And he, he put them on. Okay. These people all around him in one small circle in Baltimore. So was it intended to be an assassination of Seth Rich, or was it more intended to be a robbery? Do you know? Tended to be a robbery, rough him up. All they wanted was the thumb drive that uh, he routinely carried on him, the information he was going to pass, the WikiLeaks, what he had uncovered, and the more focused uh, information that WikiLeaks had requested. Uh, that's what they wanted. Uh, he did not leave it at home. He always carried it. So he had people living with it. And again, Rod was very upset that this could expose everything and wreck his plans. He would have been done. It was a fairly tenuous relationship, you know, him being a Republican and things, but he had proven himself to be really dirty like they were, and willing to give access to him and everything he was doing for them. So uh, he had to recover it. And they didn't care, he did not care how it was done. Seth Rich was supposed to be robbed. They had to recover it, did not care. Uh, but Rod put the uh, additional thing on it, was get it no matter how. And uh, he hired, uh, tapped his agent friend uh, from DEA, who he had covered for many, many times, and he's dirty in Baltimore and other places throughout my own. And then uh, put him in charge of it. He, he recruited someone else. And then they went down, and uh, this particular DEA agent is the gang specialist for the DEA and specializes further in MS-13. He was the one who went outside to local people and hired, uh, had the connections to find the two MS-13 people uh, down south. And brought them up, or met them, actually. They came up and met him. He brought them into the city. And things went poorly beyond that. Supposed to rob him, the two guys went ahead and killed him, shot him, he died later. And recovered a thumb drive, which was then switched for one that Rod had provided, one that Sean had loaded up for him previously. Uh, so uh, he did he was able to recover, keep his involvement in altering uh, emails, breaking into Hillary Clinton's server, things like that. He so, they, so, they, so they switched a thumb drive that was on the body for a thumb drive that Rod had prepared yes. to be left behind as a just right. okay. one that would be convincing but not expose him. Understood. A lot of it was the same information, but not because they knew where the breaches occurred. So a lot of it was the same thing, just void of anything that would point towards them or Rod specifically. And things rapidly went downhill because they couldn't break into it. It was encrypted. They got it to a couple different people. They couldn't get into it. And uh, they decided to clean up the mess. Uh, and one DEA agent went down. Following day, uh, called out, took his wife's car, drove down, killed him. Uh, things like that. So it went bad quickly once he died. Okay. It's supposed to be a robbery. The next thing they hear is, you know, Donna Brazil and Mario Bowser, the mayor of DC, were at the hospital before he was even brought in. Um, they did have people at the crime scene as well. And then and they were there to recover. As I said, it was supposed to be a robbery, supposed to be in, you know, beat up, unconscious, bad shape. And they wanted to recover the thumb drives while they're there. So back to Rod Rosenstein for a moment. Um, what can you tell us about his involvement with foreign nations, with any type of intelligence transfer into groups outside of the country? Uh, 
This goes back to the, the FBI operation called Ghost Stories. It was very successful. They just kept heavy surveillance on known Russian assets within the U.S. Everything they were doing, what they were doing, they found, you know, what they were communicating back. It was just surveillance, but if you knew what they were sending back, then it, it would go the other way. You could tell what they were accessing, what they had access to. It's a really good operation. It was supposed to be very successful. It was Obama um, and Biden uh, who did the uh, Russian reset along with Secretary Clinton. And they didn't want any uh, problems with the Russians, of course, you read them on the So uh, they told them to cancel it. Well, they didn't. They kept uh, their communication open with them. But it just changed. And they, instead of just surveillance, they started communicating, started providing information. Uh, initially, it was wrong, but then they started just flat out giving it to them in an exchange type of situation. Uh, then they started altering the information giving them information, giving them accurate information. They were working from the other side. Rob was aware of this. He was part of it at this time because once it was shut down, it became under the heading of the DOJ in Maryland and DC. So he was part of it. And they were giving us this information. They tried to pay him and he didn't take it. Uh, he, he, got to, he was like, oh no, 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 because they were coming towards 2015, 2016 at the time. And he was angling for a big position. Attorney General, Supreme Court, and hopefully Vice President. So he didn't want anything like that to pop up. Well, Sean Bridges was actually taking the money they were offering. He was, he was laundering it through Bitcoin around the world. And Rod was hyper pissed when he found out. It's one of the reasons he went after Sean and uh, put him in jail. He's still there. So uh, the deal was you get six years, keep your mouth shut, we'll go after you for everything and get 40. But he, uh, he started talking, had too much access when he was in Terre Haute. And they brought him out to Virginia where he's at now. Just keep an eye on him. So finally, let's conclude here. Wow, what deceit, what corruption. I mean, you know, the lengths people will go to. So these people talking about like, oh, conspiracy theories. It's a conspiracy theory that Seth Rich was murdered. No, it's not. It's a conspiracy that it's covered up. Oh, it's a conspiracy that there's election fraud no, or whatever, you know. No, it's not. Or that there was a, a uprising in the Capitol and it was done by Antifa. No, it's not. The cover-up is a conspiracy. Why can't we get the video from the Capitol? That's getting on a tangent. But anyway, it's interesting. Look at the role of Muriel Bowser, still the mayor of Washington, D.C., and Donna Brazil, uh, formerly politically active in D.C. and then the, at the Democratic National Committee. Were they concerned about Miss, Mr. Rich that he was... Uh, well injured maybe they didn't know at that time that he what you know had died or was about to die no they wanted to get this this uh drive so all this damaging information about what the democratic national committee was doing like you know deep sixing bernie sanders and all these other e information and emails that came out about potterettes you know and his uh, affinity for young children and all those kind of things you know, were coming out in these emails. So that that's what they were concerned about. So it's just incredible corruption. I mean, so this has nothing to do with God, as I'm saying, meaning it's godless. It's not left or right. It's godless, you know, on both sides. You know, Mr. Rosenstein, uh, I, I didn't uh, totally understand exactly the implications but of the final part of the video. But I believe what it's saying is that... He had 
you know, somehow done. I guess he had broken into Hillary Clinton's server and then had, um, well, I wasn't sure exactly what he did, but the implication was maybe he had altered some of the emails, presumably to cover for Clinton, you know. So in other words, he wanted a job. that He thought Clinton would be elected. At least that's my impression. But anyway, he had done, you know, wrong things, and he had hired henchmen to murder Seth Rich. And this guy was the former attorney general. So one more thing I want to cover here is an article about the, um, you know, relationship of Rosenstein and uh, President Trump. So let's check that. So finally, this article talks about recording Trump was discussed. Rod Rosenstein concedes. It's a recent article, March 3rd, just um, three days ago in the Washington Examiner. So. He's talking about that there was discussion. People have said that Rosenstein, people uh, discussed with Rosenstein invoking the 25th Amendment, that, you know, President Trump wasn't fit, fit to serve. And this guy is supposedly a Republican, mind you, although he seems to just be really playing for his own self-benefit. And he was asked in a report in um, 2018, was, did he think Trump was unfit for office? Well, it depends on what you mean by the word fit, Rosenstein said. There was a lot of talk about whether the president should have been removed on the 25th Amendment. I don't believe that. I mean, I think the president was capable of doing the job. Doesn't mean I agree with the way he did it. So it's kind of a roundabout saying, yeah, he did think maybe he should be removed. So this guy, I mean, these people like uh, Barr, William Barr, Rosenstein, the whole FBI's, you know, approving warrants to spy on President Trump based on false information, not investigating election fraud. I mean, th this is incredible. So th this kind of corruption, you know, is now coming out. And even though the fake media can keep saying, oh, no election fraud, no election fraud, no election fraud. And they can keep saying, no conspiracy, no conspiracy, Seth Rich just was mugged, he died. I mean, oh, well. So it just shows how, how false these whole narratives really are. Conclusion, finally, we need God-centered values and transparency. So these things cannot stand. We see that a lot of the people who were once ballyhooed even as presidential potential candidates like um, New York Governor Cuomo, he's, he's on his way out with sexual harassment allegations, murder allegations effectively through sending all those uh, old, older people with coronavirus into nursing homes, you know, when infecting all the other people and lying about it and covering it up. Gavin Newsom, all these people. Now Rod Rosenstein, he needs to be in jail. So this this can't keep being covered up. And um, Tom Fitton was saying today or recently, you know, there should be a special prosecutor to investigate uh, Joe Biden and his connections to China. And, you know, everyone... Or not everyone knows if they're watching fake media, but uh, a lot of people know that, you know, he's referred to on his son's laptop in the emails as the big man who got tens of millions from China. Okay, so how can this guy be president of the United States? Of course, the special prosecutor has to be assigned immediately. So this isn't going to stand. So these people who are responsible for Seth Rich murder, that would be Rob Rosenstein, 
and the D.C. police officer and the ATF agent and the other man I mentioned. They all need to be in jail. Hello. So I'm calling for a special prosecutor for all those guys. Or how about just a regular prosecutor? So so I wanted to follow up on that. You know, this, this needs to be vindicated, this whole murder of Mr. Rich. It bothered me from the beginning, as I was saying early on four years ago. And Mr. Hassan said, you know, without saying that, you know, he was murdered for leaking things to uh, WikiLeaks. Because I'm sure his conscience was stricken with all the wrong things and conniving going on in the DNC. So he paid with his life. So it is, you know, that needs to be rectified. So I'm calling for it to be rectified. So please share and like this video. Um, do also subscribe to Daily Inspiration. We thank you for watching. I am your host, Rich Urban, coming from Historic Harpers Ferry. Do be blessed, and we'll see you next time.